1: All right, everybody, welcome to the Barca Blogger podcast. We are joined by Kevin Williams again. Kevin, how are we doing today?
0: We are doing amazing. Um, fresh off a uh, hard work and thinking about this club of ours and uh, what next? And just saw the funny thing of, about the Raiola vague reassurance so about Holland that, you know, saw a lot like me back when I was single. Um, yeah, we could probably maybe on Thursday. Yeah, Darling, okay. Sound like a date then.
1: Yeah, I uh uh I I wasn't planning on talking about any Erling Holland news because at this point I, I don't consider it news in no, relation to Barcelona. It's just uh it's wishful thinking. But hey, we don't need Erling Holland, we have uh a bummyang now. Um <laughs> let's talk about the January transfer window before we get into the... We actually have a fun result to talk about today, which is a nice change of pace is, for this right? podcast. Um, but let's talk about the transfer window because I want to hear your thoughts on it. What did you think about them choosing to prioritize the attack with Bamiang and Triore and Ferran Torres versus any defensive strategy?
0: I didn't like it. Still don't. Um, results not Those are early. I think that that... Well, both goals, frankly, demonstrated the potential foolishness of that. I mean, those goals were so easy. I mean, I've watched that Levy all season. It's rare to see them score goals. with just that, like, you know, training ground, right? Um, So, I mean, I, I, I didn't like the signings going in. I liked them after one match. But I mean, remember that it's still early days. I mean, don't forget that, you know, for his first three matches, Easy Abdul looked a world beater. That, and then League of Defenders was like, wait, he only has one move. And they, you know, cut that move off. And that was that, right? So we'll
1: see. Um, what do you think about Adama Traore? Do you think he is enough to fend off Usman Dembele in the starting lineup? Uh, all the uh, non football. <laughs> Stuff withstanding that Barcelona continue to just dig, just like I mean, just digging their own grave with this Dembele situation. But football withstanding is Triore enough to keep to make Xavi keep them no. on the bench?
0: Um, he is about one tenth as talented. Uh, we already saw in the second half against at Letty how they resolved to get to him sooner, right? As he got from the ball, and that was able to neutralize those runs, right? Also uh, his second half was much quieter than his first half. And I mean, Liga defending is underrated. I mean, I think that La uh, Liga has some of the best defenses in world football. And the defenders are intelligent and they're uh they're, they're uh, quick and they're quick to learn. And so I mean I would say that you know we won't know how trial rate is until about four matches out. Really? But no, I I think that, um, what, what Traore does, he does exceptionally well. I think that what Dembele does, he does what Traore does. And then a little bit of what Obama Yang does, a little bit of what Torres does. He just, I mean, he's two footed runs like the wind. I mean, it's absurd. I just mean people who are saying Traore is a direct replacement. I don't know what sport they follow. It's, it's
1: not. yeah i mean the only direct replacement that he is is a different type of athleticism and that he's just jacked that's pretty much the only reason people are saying yeah that. it's odd right is they mean, think he's... he's not
0: like he first of all um uh, barcelona b did him a dirty by not developing his game right he did that one thing really well and it worked for them they thought great just Uh, keep doing that son you're awesome and they didn't help him develop and so when he went to the first team it was like hey look he just does one thing let's just shut that down he left Nuno helped him develop hugely and now he's back in Barcelona but he's he's a bit more well-rounded but still basically has that one tool in his toolbox and so he's a very interesting player. I think that he could be what they need if they can train the forwards to Javi should find any forward who doesn't make a near post run uh, when Charlie has the ball. Just find him. <laughs> Five thousand euros. Bang. Next time make the run. I mean, because he will get the ball into the box.
1: Um Let's talk a little bit about the match. So Barcelona, uh, despite it being sloppy as all get out, it felt like some sort of classic Camp Nou game. Just And the fact that there were goals, right? The fact that it wasn't just like 1-0. It was exciting. Uh, let's talk about uh, Gavi. Just, oh, just Gavi. Oh. just go.
0: So he is a player. If Gavi wasn't playing for Barcelona, I would want to see him uh, playing for Simeone. He is that kind of just like resolute, right? I mean, not I don't know that he plays angry, um, but he certainly plays with fire. And he I mean the way that match was being called, none of none of his teammates were fully prepared for that. Uh Gabby was like, hey, they're not calling anything, let's party. And he was, I mean, as a winger. Um, He was not that exceptional in terms of what he did with the ball, but but off the ball, uh, the pressing, uh, the energy. I mean, he's 17. I mean, dude, I don't know what you were doing at 17, but I, I'm pretty sure I was just like, you know, wow, girls, that's awesome. Yeah, That's about it.
1: So I think we've gone through this stage in the last 18 months where it was – Wow, Fati, best teenager ever. Next six months. Pedri, best teenager ever. And now uh, it might be Gavi. So when you look at the Barcelona trio of youngsters, yes, one and a half of them can't seem to yeah. say healthy. Uh, the half of Pedri. Um, which one of them excites you the most for the future of Barcelona? If you had to pick one, if you had to. Oh,
0: Pedri. It's not even close. Um, he's, he's 19 going on 30. Um, he has this He's, someone asked me how to describe him and I said, fundamental. I mean, everything he does makes sense. He's always where he needs to be. He's always where his teammates need him to be. He's where the ball needs him to be. I mean, he's, he's look, he's little, he's thin, he moves like molasses. And you think, Man, how is this guy always everywhere that he's supposed to be? He knows what to do with the ball he's an incisive passer I mean his biggest problem now is grandpa uh, Busquets where he can't really be liberated to do everything he needs to do because some of it is worried about uh, keeping the back door shut when Gramps can't uh, cover the counter
1: as much as it pains me to say this grandpa Busquets is now what I will think of him as whenever I see him trot out onto the pitch that's that's just perfect um so Danny Alves, speaking of another grandpa who actually still seems to have it a little bit. Uh, and I can't tell if he has it because we were lacking in the fullback so much that like we were just waiting for anyone with a heartbeat. But he was actually pretty good, except for the uh, the red card that they're now appealing. What are your uh, Danny Alves thoughts? It's weird watching him still like be able to do things, isn't it? Yeah, he was my
0: man of the match. And it was not because of what he did on the pitch, although he was decent, right? I mean, you could still see that whenever his man was determined to actually run full speed, that he was like, oh, but he brought those intangibles, right? I mean, he is a, a player, you know, we we talk about the value of players who've been there, right? And that's underrated, right? The Javi brought him back uh, because of matches like that, and that, that intangible quality that he um uh, brings and he he knows what to do and there's a lot to knowing what to do in that you know frankly very wacko all way right i mean i thought he was wonderful in terms of what he brought to the match mostly um, uh, um from a non-footballing aspect
1: yeah 100 percent agree so now barcelona sits um fourth in the Liga table with a match in hand. They could theoretically um, be third in the table over Betis uh, once they're equal on matches. Of course, we have a derby this weekend. Uh, what is the thing you will be looking for as Barcelona head into the Espanyol match this weekend?
0: Um, their ability to be able to finish a match. Mm-hmm. They, in the second half, I mean, I, I, I appreciate that you said they were kind of sloppy against that. Like, I didn't think they uh, played very well. I thought they played effectively at key moments. And But when Simeone made that lineup and second half formation change, I mean, Barca was uh, hanging off with dear life. And um, so I think they still can't finish matches. Um, they are still running into shape in terms as regards knowing what to do with frankie DeYoung, who by the way um had one of his best matches of the season at the same time Busquets um had one of his worst whether that's a correlation i'll leave to your listeners but i, I think it is uh, because the faster things move the better DeYoung is and the faster things move the worse is. so i mean i would be looking for them to gel um Finish matches and figure out what exactly to do with Frankie Dion.
1: Yeah, and I, I know this match is uh, a week away, but how do you, how do you envision Barcelona matching up with Napoli? Not very well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I
0: think that um, I mean the flanks are going to be a perpetual worry, right? Because I mean. Don't forget they left all this off of the uh, Europa League list. So your fullbacks are Jordi Alba, who in big matches has all the backbone of a lower in uh vertebrate. And then on the right, you've got Dest and wait, huh? What? Mingesa. Uh, I just I mean, I don't, you know, if if Napoli don't load up their attacks on the flanks, they're insane. And then once you get to the flanks, you'll have a, let's say you've got Garcia and the Arubo, right? Uh, you've got one half defenders there, right? I mean, you've got one who can shape a lovely ball, but is not that good at defending. So, I mean, match control is gonna be huge for Barcelona. I mean, if they can work at like 70% Listen to the deal on Spotify.
1: Um, I know we talked about Tari already. Uh, I want to hear your thoughts on Fair and He's still not
0: match fit. I mean, don't forget he came to us slightly gimpy, and he's just now gotten back to you know training full speed and playing matches. I love how he uses space. Uh, He is a very intelligent uh, player in that regard. It seems like he pops up in places where he's able to get shots off. But if you watch his movement, he is really adept at reading defenders and finding spots, sort of like um, Luis Suarez used to be, right? I mean, can he score enough goals? I don't know yet he certainly has a good shot. Um, I think he was overpriced at what, what the club paid, especially considering that City then went around and spent two thirds less for a player who's gonna end up being better in two or three years. Uh, <laughs> so they sort of saw Barcelona coming there as most uh, clubs usually do all kinds of transfers. So, I mean, I think the jury is still out. He, have, he has the potential to be exactly what the uh, um, uh, club needs. And if they weren't stupid enough to jettison Dembele, they wouldn't need to spend the Holland money, right? Because if you, let's say Traoré works out to be reasonable enough where the uh, um, uh, club keeps them. Then you have Traoré and you have Dembele flanking Torres. That's a pretty exceptional front three. And that front three is going to put goals in. You add Fati, maybe, I mean, let's not forget to interject a sad note. We don't know how he's going to come back from this injury. You know, it's it's it breaks my heart that a player that young has already had to go through as much as he's had to go through and we just don't know what is going to happen with him but if he comes back anything like he left i mean that attack would have been set for the next decade
1: but uh, they, you're forgetting about pierre america baumier uh i'm not sure why you didn't mention his there's has reason for
0: that i mean i think he's short term i think he'll Finish off this season and probably hang around next at um, some reduced wage. But I mean, he is functionally a temp, right? I mean, I, I mean, he'll be useful this year. He moves well. He'll be able to bang in a few goals. But I think that what'll be interesting for me is whether Shabi will one match try him and Torres. Uh, that'll be fun. So, yeah, yeah, I think that Torres is really promising. Uh, he was overpriced, but that was the reality of what the club had to do.
1: And we'll see. Um, let me ask you a question. Does it say more about Barcelona or Philippe Coutinho that anytime he's at a club, not Barcelona, whether it's Bayern Munich, Liverpool or Ashton Villa now, that he's excellent. And as soon as he's at Barcelona, he's horrible. Who does that say more about?
0: Um, both, I think that so much of athletics is mental. When uh, Mourinho um, uh, went to Villa and you know started rocking the world, I joked on um, Twitter. It's amazing what leaving a toxic work environment can uh, do for a worker, right? And people were like, right, bar, bar but the reality is i mean barcelona is a toxic work environment it truly is i mean the fan base uh being torno the media outlets it is a toxic work environment and if you are a confidence based player i mean how the hell are you going to work in that kind of environment and so you go to villa yay we love you welcome right and here is comments you know i mean you can kick a mule all you want (laughs) but sometimes it's just not not going to pull that
1: card. And this is why I, as a fan of watching Usman Dembele play, want him to leave Barcelona. As much as I would love to watch him succeed at Barcelona for the next 10 years, I want to watch him succeed somewhere. Yes. And I just I just don't think that's going to happen at the club at this point. And so I'm excited for his version of going to an Aston Villa or whatever that looks like to see him... Probably succeed. And we're going to be like, wow, why couldn't this have happened to Barcelona? And then we're going to remember this happens to a lot of players at Barcelona. It absolutely does. I mean,
0: it happened to Gomes. It has happened to Griezmann. It, and some of it is, I mean, people always say, oh, we're a hard club to play for. It doesn't have to be that way. I mean, we don't have to beat people up. I mean, the shame about Dembélé is he finally got a manager who believed him. He finally got a manager who was finally going to use him in the way that he should have been being used all along, right, rather than, hey, stand on the wing and like be smart, smart with the ball and, you know, play like some must see a kid named Jordy.
1: That's not his game.
0: Um, His game is running with the, ball taking risks yeah he's gonna lose balls duh and so Shavi to finally have committed to that and then to have the you know club with its behavior blow everything up i mean yeah what's not kid our self and his his agent messed up the over um, playing in their hand but for the club to you know do all that stuff i'm gonna send you to the stands i'm gonna uh, he has jumping on a rocket and sending you to Mars. It's like it's like, come on, right? I mean, there's a way, you know, with PSG and their crown jewel, right? I mean, he's leaving, leaving on a Bosman, and they're just like, yeah, business as usual. Every team that uh, has a major uh, player leaving on a free. Uh, Barcelona is the only one that is treating that player as they are treating W A. The only one it's wrong it's fundamentally wrong
1: and it's going to come back to bite them with future players considerations for the club it just will
0: yes because we should remember that the um uh uh, uh, bossman now is the only realistic way for a player to find a way out of a club and assure that they're gonna get a nice salary at the next um uh, club don't forget that i mean uh, the list of top Players on a a Bosman this summer is unbelievable. And it's all because clubs aren't letting players move, right? I mean, don't, when, you know, Taglia Fico wanted to leave Barcelona, they had the price too high. And so it didn't happen. And the player was angry about it. So, I mean, I think that as more players leave on free transfers, yeah, I mean, the way that the way Dembele has been treated people will remember that there's no question about that
1: that's a shame yeah so um as we wrap up I want to talk to you about Xavi so obviously we're coming off the biggest win of the Xavi era so far a lot of that was due to Atletico Madrid's sloppiness Mm -hmm. as much as it was yes Barcelona did take advantage of opportunities like I'm not going to discredit them for that but I'm also not going to act like they just won the Champions League but vaulted them into the top four, which I think all of us, that's the only thing we want this year is we want a top four finish. Um, what have been your impressions of the Chavi era thus far? As hard as it is to get an impression, given the fact that he doesn't have his, you know, his full suite of players in there and all that stuff.
0: Um, learning on the job. He is weak in match management. Um, many of his subs don't make a lot of sense. Like when when Xavi makes a sub and you think why is he doing that and then the sub comes on and you finish with it yeah i don't see why he did that i mean i think that you know one of the things that Valverde really excelled at was match management right making changes that made the team better Xavi still hasn't gotten the hang of that and i think that will will come back to vitamin T matches, heck it did against then um, Fika when they had to get a result. So he's, um, but he's learning on the job, right? I mean, this is his first European club. And, you know, I think it's fairly easy to forget how difficult it is to come from the PSG of a Qatar, right? Into a, you know, theoretically, bankrupt club that has to scrounge for free trans for a difficult lineup out. I mean, he's got a lot of work on his hands. Next year, he'll be much better than this year.
1: Cool. So, um, what have you been working on? Just, we're done with the Barcelona talk. What is, uh, what has Kevin been writing? Kind of, what have you been interested in recently? Just give us a, uh, a synopsis.
0: So I've, I've, I've got a draft of a piece on the new principles uh, Barcelona um, money bags worked up that's frankly filled with more bile than I'm comfortable publishing. So I'm I'm gonna revise it because I'm I'm pretty angry about that. Um and then working on a you know big life shift and moving to Portugal and you know just lifting riding training loving my day
1: job having a great time there you go that's awesome maybe when you're in Portugal you can find us the next great uh the next great player that can stay healthy and not leave Barcelona on a free transfer um that would be great so Kevin as always thank you for joining us we will be sure to chat soon and uh enjoy the derby this weekend thanks you too